0: Therapy alone is literally just giving you at best 33% of how well you could be functioning. It is allowing you to be one third of your full potential, which is super, super valuable for someone who is struggling and teetering at the 10%. But once you get to 30 33%, you're not going to get much more out of just therapy. Welcome to heal your relationships. This podcast is all about healing your marriage and your other close relationships without waiting for the people around you to change. I'm your host, Dr. Kavita San. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. Good to see you guys. I hope you had a week of everything, a bit of everything. I hope you lived. I hope you felt all the feelings. I hope you felt sadness, happiness, grief, joy, anger, disappointment, success, contentment, all of it, because that's the only way to be alive. So today, I wanted to share with you guys this idea of why therapy alone has not been shown to fully help somebody recover, whether it's from anxiety or depression or from grief or from trauma, right? Whatever it is that you are going through, therapy is one part of the solution. And so I see a lot of things online and in social media, is therapy good or bad? Is it, you know, is it going to work or is it not going to work? And I think that's a wrong question. A better quality question, is therapy enough And in my view, and again, research is bearing this out over and over and over, because we're asking that better question, we're getting better results, better answers. And we're seeing over and over that therapy alone is not going to get you to where you want to go. It might keep your head above water, but it's not going to help you feel like you have a how do I say, a system, a toolkit, a feeling that you are content and at ease and safe in your own body in between sessions. And that really, to me, is the entire goal. Inside HYR, which is our flagship program, one of the things that I'm really focused on is getting our program members, our students, at the end of four months, which is the duration of the program, to not need us anymore. That's the goal. I don't want to create a revolving door situation where every time something happens, right, your boss sends an uncomfortable email, you don't get that promotion, your child is having a hard time at school, your spouse says something snippy, you guys can't agree on how to spend money or how to parent. Your own parent becomes aged. Things that... Is part and parcel of everyone's life at some point or another. I don't want you to feel like your only way to get through life is to find another therapist and to just keep your head above water until the next crisis hits. Trust me I'm all for therapy. I actually think it's a great tool but I don't think it's enough. So in my view and again research is bearing this out right and left there's so many studies that show this now but it's something that i've been talking about for years which is that you actually need a three-pronged approach for modern mental health three-pronged approach let me walk you through what those each pillar is of this three-pronged approach i call it the tripod method because it provides stability a tripod imagine think of a tripod the reason it has 3 Legs is because it provides stability. So when you think of each of those pillars, one of them is the top down approach, which is using your frontal lobe and your prefrontal cortex and using th- your thinking to feel better, changing and reframing your thinking. And it's a really useful approach. And this is where therapy comes in, right? Whether it's cognitive behavioral therapy or DBT or you know anything that uses your thoughts and modulating your thoughts in order to feel better. It's a top-down approach meaning your prefrontal cortex which is the tippy top of your brain. We're using that to be able to soothe and manage the lower down centers of your nervous system including your amygdala, your hippocampus, your brainstem, your spinal cord, your peripheral nervous system, your autonomic nervous system, the rest of your nervous system basically. That's a top-down approach. Very helpful therapy falls there. There are other tools that also fall under the top-down approach. Some of them are coaching, journaling, knowing your values, knowing your boundaries, doing self-care in a thought-based way, processing your feelings through thinking about them and making sense of them. All of these are top-down, super helpful, and therapy encapsulates a lot of these, right? Your therapist, if you see one, will have you look at things from a different angle, will have you vent and hold space for that, will help you process your feelings, will give you journal prompts, We'll coach you through some behavioral tools. Might even do some mindfulness with you. And mindfulness actually has two components. One is a top-down managing your thoughts and seeing your thoughts as sort of clouds in the sky, if you will. But it also has a body-based approach. So we'll talk about that in a second. So mindfulness, part of it also falls under the top-down approach. Then the second part of the pillar is the bottom-up approach. Equally important and very essential to go from surviving to thriving. These bottom-up approaches actually work from your peripheral nervous system, your autonomic nervous system, and use that to modulate how you're thinking. Because remember, it's a two-way street, right? Your thoughts and your mood is created from the inputs from your peripheral nervous system and the kind of things that might startle you, agitate you, upset you, make you feel unsafe in your own body, then create thoughts and beliefs that you create from all of that input. So it's equally important to modulate the peripheral input. And those are body-based therapies, okay? Very important. Some examples of these are yoga, tai chi, dance, Felden Kriya, which is a particular movement-based therapy and I'll stop there because I can talk about feldenkrais for half an hour and we will we I'm going to be doing episodes on each of these modalities in detail going forward but today I want to give you an overview of the entire model right like i said mindfulness has a body based approach as well there's two components coming in to play when you're doing mindfulness and so it also fits under the bottom up approach there's a progressive muscle relaxation. There's cold exposure. There is the orienting, which itself is a skill and a tool. Very, very simple to do and very powerful. It's one of the first things we teach our students how to do inside Helio Relationships program. Drama is something that has been shown to modulate your peripheral nervous system. And also any form of intentional movement, especially intentional movement in nature. So not just yoga or hiking or, you know, working out. It is intentional movement in nature that is slow, giving all of your awareness and has a purposeful way of using our body to enlarge the capacity of your nervous system to hold and process inputs that's coming in from your day. Another way to think of this is the concept of a bucket. If you think of your body as a bucket and all of the inputs that's coming in throughout the day, right, including your thoughts, but also someone's facial expressions, the traffic, disappointments at work, worry at about your son's performance at school or your daughter's You know, sports event coming up or thoughts about the past, all of these hunger, right? A text that comes in that unsettles you. There's like a million inputs coming in throughout the day. And if you think of all of this as the water that is being filled inside the bucket, top down approaches is about filtering the water. Bottom up approaches is about enlarging the size of the bucket. Both of those are important in order for you to feel confident in being able to handle life. If you have a very narrow, limited bucket, then even normal stressors is going to have you lose your cool and feel overwhelmed really quickly. That's not necessarily because the input themselves are sort of beyond your capacity, it is that your capacity has not been enlarged in quite a while. It might even be shrinking over time. So you can see why two people in the same life situation may approach it very differently and have a different sort of competence in dealing with that and experience their life very differently depending on the size of their bucket. So the bottom-up approach actually increases the size of your bucket. Huge, huge. If you know people who tend to be steady and sort of unshaken, even when there is chaos around them, you know someone like that in your life, I'm sure. We all do. They're very attractive, right? They draw people to them, not because they're trying to, but because they have a locus of control that is within them and they're steady, steady no matter what's happening around them. Those people have a larger bucket. So that's the second tier. Somatic processing therapy also comes into the second tier. And there are so many different kinds of somatic processing therapies themselves. And I'll go into great detail into each of these that enlarge the bucket in subsequent episodes. The third bucket that very few people talk about is what I think of as the inside-out bucket. That is the way that your body is being taken care of that actually contributes to the size of your bucket and also the quality of the water that's in the bucket. That's the inside out part of the tripod. And the things that influence the inside out part of the tripod are things like sleep, nutrition, movement, managing your attention span, especially in the age of social media. Huge, huge contributor to rising rates of depression and anxiety globally and also in our youth. Breathing, how well you breathe, really, and that alone can be an hour-long podcast. And finally, social connections. These things are one-third of your mental health. So you can imagine... Therapy alone is literally just giving you at best 33% of how well you could be functioning. It is allowing you to be one third of your full potential, which is super, super valuable for someone who is struggling and teetering at the 10%. But once you get to 30, 33%, you're not going to get much more out of just therapy. You need to add bottom up and inside out approaches as well. And the people who are really living out their true purpose, feeling alive, feeling content, making courageous moves, doing something that they can be proud of, both in terms of the work they do, what they contribute to the world, but also in terms of just their relationships and their lives moment to moment. Those people are actually living the tripod life. They have a broader base of stability because they are doing bottom up, top down and inside out. If you were in therapy or in a coaching top down approach or if someone you know is in therapy and is still feeling like well it's helpful but life just feels really hard still, please send this episode to them so they can be aware Of the series that I'm going to be doing in the next few weeks, where we're going to be breaking down each of these pillars and each of the tools that you can access within each of these pillars. And you can create your own recipe, but it has to include some elements from each of these pillars for you to have not just surviving and keeping your head above water, but feeling steady, calm, content, confident, and connected and purposeful in this life. And you deserve that. I mean it's available to you so why not actually give everything that is available to you in order to maximize why you came to this earth you are so uniquely you there's no one who can live out your story and contribute the way you could to this universe why not do that so Keep an eye out. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please subscribe because some of these episodes for this series is going to be coming out as bonuses in between. And you only get notified if you're a subscriber. So if you haven't subscribed, hit on the little mark icon at the top right of the podcast that lets you subscribe. It's a plus button, I think, that makes sure that you get notified and share this Podcast with friends and family so they can follow along as well. It will also help you be able to help your children, whether they're teenagers, whether in the middle school or even elementary school. My daughter is in, she's almost six and I am teaching her little tools from each of these pillars early on. So it becomes just part of her vocabulary, part of how she approaches life in a way that honors herself never abandons herself never goes into sort of rote mindless mode of living because that is the beginning of where modern mental health issues start again there's so much research on this so please share wide subscribe and i look forward to seeing you in future episodes where we're going to break down each of these pillars and each of the tools inside the pillars i will see you then have a great rest of the week. Bye bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like access to our marriage repair toolkit, you can go to www.healyourrelationships, all one word, healyourrelationships.com and look for free training. I'll see you there.